Help I Got a Mac podcast episode number 131. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Help I Got a Mac. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I am Christopher Biting. Christopher? That, man, this is the first time I've like ever that? talked to Christopher. <laughs> like that, I'm being, being fancy today. Fancy. And I'm Clifford <laughs> J. Ravenscraft. <laughs> Cliffington. Cliffington. Hey, everybody. We are here this week once again to give you the latest, the greatest in all the Apple news and all the rants we can give you, all the praise that we can give you for the Apple products and uh, I'm excited to touch base with my friend Chris and, and find out what's going on in the Apple world because I've been out of town recently and been out of the finding loop. Out what I, finding out if I hate the iPhone still. So did you get yourself an Android phone, my friend? I did not. <laughs> did not. I like that. Oh, good stuff. So you were going to ask me a question. Your heart stopped for a second, didn't it? Your heart stopped for a second. Didn't it? <laughs> you did for just a second. Uh, anyway, no, so- I, I'm back back to liking my iPhone. I, I got it all uh, <clears throat> configured the way I want, <laughs> yeah. and it's actually it's actually working out really really well. I love it. Uh, I I may have actually bought an a non Apple approved app directly from the programmer itself. Yeah, what to would, support them? Yes. What would this uh, I- What would this non Apple approved uh, product do? Oh, um, it uh, all it does is it's actually really really sweet. It changes the uh, the lock screen. Oh yeah, so you get weather and and uh, notifications on there instead of getting that goofy blue pop up box. I get notifications on there. Uh, I can actually bring a shade down over top of whatever I'm working on if I see you know an email come in. I can quick look at an email and delete it. It's awesome. It's called a uh, lock info or info lock. I think it's lock info. I always get the names messed up. But, right. Yeah. It's five bucks, man. It was worth every penny. You know, I jailbroke my phone while I was in Boston. Nice. I had to. <laughs> I mean, it, it was it was required. Um, we were in the hotel, and uh, and and we were there for several days, and there was no Wi-Fi in our hotel room at all. And in fact, uh, they didn't have free Wi-Fi, so it was ten bucks per day. I, I have no problem. I've never had a problem paying ten bucks a day for. For internet access, I, I would pay for Wi-Fi. What's that for Wi-Fi? For Wi-Fi, yeah, Wi-Fi internet, yeah. For for well, for, I mean, back in the day, even for wired internet, I never had a problem paying for it. But the thing is, is yeah. that I know this this time the hotel, very expensive hotel, by the way, uh, the Omni Parker House Hotel in in Boston downtown. Anyway, she should give it away. What's that? Yeah, oh, they yeah, should they, give it to you. They should. They should. They should certainly give it away. And the situation was that uh, they gave you the ability to buy the Wi-Fi for 10 bucks a day. Totally cool. Would have done okay. it. Except for the fact that it was wired Ethernet connection only. And guess what's missing mm. on an iPad? An Ethernet port. Yeah, exactly. And not only that, but what if you happen to be sharing a room with a friend and they also have a, an iPad? 
And so... Yeah, I mean, I guess you could bring, like, an airport express with you. Yeah, I guess you could. I mean, but I didn't think to do that. I would just, I mean... I would just assume hotel, you know, as, as expensive as this would at least have as at at, at least uh, either a service equal to or greater than the Red Roof Inn that I spent <laughs> the night in yeah, at, in Columbus, Ohio. So that, that's what I've that's what I've noticed. Cheaper hotels. I mean, you know, like Hampton Inn and and just you know mid mid, mid level hotels, hotels where you spend maybe one hundred and twenty to one hundred and fifty bucks a night. You know, on the high end. They generally have free Wi-Fi and a pretty good breakfast. It's the really expensive hotels that that kind of cheese out on on the uh, on the nicies, you know. Yeah, well, I, I it's would... weird. Like every hotel in Vegas that I've ever stayed at had to pay ten bucks a month or ten bucks a month, ten bucks a day for for Wi-Fi. Yeah, and and I don't have a problem paying for the Wi-Fi. Just make it to where it, it's Wi-Fi. <laughs> I just I can't handle the Ethernet connection anymore. I for some crazy insane reason I did take my MacBook with me to Boston. It did not. Wow. It did not come out of the briefcase at all. Yeah. Now, I mean, it didn't even make, I mean, the air, Boston air, I don't think ever was, I don't think it was exposed to Boston air. <laughs> I, I think it stayed hermetically sealed. So, so, um, yeah, it, it just goes to show you here I was, you know, going to this big place to, you know, talk and give a speech. And I thought I might need that just to, to put some slides and stuff together. Uh-uh. Nope. That was crazy. Total waste of of my energy to lift a MacBook, uh, you know, in my carry on. So, yeah, man, it's gosh, it's it's awesome, isn't it? That we can replace uh, ninety nine point nine percent of the functions of a laptop on the road with an iPad, which is way lighter and much nicer to use. Absolutely. I mean, I can. Still yeah, I mean, it, I can still see it, some people needing the iPad for a little bit heavier lifting, but uh, but for myself, just public gigs. And especially if I if I prepare ahead of time and I do all the stuff I want to do as far as creating the, the slides with Photoshop and all that other stuff. If I do all of those things, you know, prior to leaving, I certainly don't need a laptop anymore. Yeah, I'm thinking about putting a lot of my um, portfolio on my iPad, you know, all my videos and stuff. You know, why not? I got plenty of storage on there. And uh, they'll look awesome if I'm, you know, at a meeting with someone and they say, you know, can we see your stuff? I'm like, here you go. Take a look at it. Right. Anyway, so so we did. I, I jailbroke, and uh, the very last day we were there, we finally were able to, uh, you know, we had, I mean, it, we were in desperate need to um, harvest our crops on WeRoll, we so. <laughs> now, uh, it actually, this is, good, this is a good segue into the news, that Apple released an update to the iOS software 4.0.2, and 3.2.3 for the iPad that fixes the hole that actually made the jailbreak possible. So if you have your phone and it's been, uh, I like to call it liberated, um, if your phone is you know jailbroken or whatever, don't upgrade until the, the guys who make that jailbreak figure out a new way to jailbreak your phone because you'll be out of luck. Well, now, there is, a way to ro- there, there is a way to roll it back. You have to save something called your sheesh blobs, which I do, but... It's really hard to explain to people how to do it. All right. Well, I, I don't know what, what I'm going to do. I mean, obviously, I only jailbroke it just for that one instant. Um, I, I, I did download you know, a, a certain application that I, that I desperately wanted to jailbreak for. Uh, so, I mean, basically what's going to happen if I go in and tell it to download the new software, it's just going to unjailbreak my phone, right? 
Yes. So nothing's broken or anything there. Um, the other thing I have a question for is what if what if I was to get this info lock screen and I really enjoyed it and and everything? Mm-hmm. What if I um, wanted to make sure that, OK, I'm going to go ahead and upgrade to the newest version and I will go back to the jailbreak as soon as it's available in whatever fashion I have to do it. Um, what what is what is it that I would have to do to back up all that saved, you know, um, jailbroken stuff? Didn't you say there was something like that I could do now? <sighs> yeah, uh, I think the the rock application, you know, rock your phone yeah. um, can save a lot of that stuff. But um, a lot of it, like lock info and stuff like that, all the, the licensing and, and all that information is stored on the servers there. Right. Um, David Ashman is the guy who, who does all the software. And it's all tied to your, um, your Sheesh ID, which is like this unique, super long character string. So you just go in, you go check license, it licenses it up for you, you're good to go. All right. Um, Rock Your iPhone does kind of the same thing. It, 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 it won't remember maybe your exact settings on those apps, but what it'll do is it'll say, okay, you've bought this, you've bought this, you've downloaded this, you've downloaded that. And then when you load that back on, it'll, it'll, you know, you log in with your ID and it'll automatically download and install those packages for you. Yeah. Now I thought with my jailbroken phone, I might see like a massive drop in performance and or battery life. And I haven't really noticed anything. Uh, different. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I, I think when I, when I said that, when I first jailbroke it the other, you know, few weeks ago, I think I was just being kind of hypersensitive. I've got that percentage gauge turned on my phone and I was watching it and I was using my phone a lot, you know, right when the, the jailbreak came out I was, you know, I used it for like two and a half, three straight hours, just, you know, going around and installing things and I was watching it drop. But I think that just was because I was using it. Right. So, yeah. so Apple has an update that, that keeps people from being able to use jailbreakme.com. I imagine that they've mm-hmm. gone into the Apple stores and, and fix, upgraded all their phones so that people can't jailbreak <laughs> all of their phones in the store. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Yeah. And so now, if you still want to get the jailbreak and you're, and you're, and you're getting your phone like in the next day or two, you know, they, they haven't put that new software up on the phone yet. So you're, you're still good for that. Gotcha. Not that we recommend. Not, not that we're condoning. Yeah, we're not. We're not telling. Yeah, we are certainly not telling you to go and jailbreak your phone. And in fact, um, you know, like I said, I, I'm not convinced I'm going to keep mine in this state. But until I have an alternative to help me with the solution that Apple provides, that I can get some, you know, access. You know, it it, it was it was there and it filled a need and it was more than just we rule cropping. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So anyway, CDMA yeah, it, it, that that that. That, that actually came in, in good for me. Uh, I lost power to the house last week uh, just for a little while, and I was able to use an app on my phone that I had to uh, to send a really, really big file to a client that I needed to do like right then and there, and I couldn't leave to go do it because I was in the middle of rendering stuff. You know, It was just this whole, this whole big ordeal, and I was able to, you know, a few taps on my phone, set it up, do what I needed to do. Life was good. It's not like I do it all the time. You know, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, um... Yeah, CDMA phone for the iPhone 4. What? Yeah, it has a code name. It's called N4, uh, N92. The, the iPhone 4 was N91. And uh, it's in the engineering testing phase, which is like the phase right before... Remember when the, the guy lost the iPhone at the bar? Yes. Okay, it's the stage right before that. So it's almost the final production stage. So uh, word has it that it's going to be out in January. Okay. Do you, so, how, how, how much are you looking to see this as a reality? Are you, you think it's going to happen? Yeah, I think, you know, if, if uh, it's also been, you know, told by uh, John Gruber, who, who runs Daring Fireball, who I, I, he's been right almost 100% of the time. 
the guy just he has people at Apple that, that tell him stuff. Um, yeah, I think it's going to happen, and I really want it to happen because I think a lot of people that were on AT&T are going to go over to, the, uh, to Verizon. And the big problem that AT&T had with the iPhone is that it's a victim of its own popularity. It's so popular that people are having issues you know, using up all the available wireless bandwidth for the phone. So I think if, it, if Verizon gets it, it's going to kind of load balance it a little bit. So right. I, I'm looking forward to more than one carrier having the phone just to make my experience better. Right. Um, the only thing is, of course, those who have recently upgraded to iPhone 4, I mean, they're in a two-year contract, so they're looking at a stiff um, uh, penalty for breaking contract to move away within the first two years. And yeah, $370, I think. Yeah, so if you think of that, I mean, you're looking at about $500 or more to change over to the, uh, you know, nearly $600 to change over to Verizon. If you, now have, you can, if you you can have the sell your, for. you know, though, you can sell your, your iPhone for about that much on the open market. Yes, you can. Absolutely. So, you know, if, if you don't have a family plan, let's say like I have a family plan where, you know, my wife's on a different contract cycle than I am. You know, she updated her phone, you know, a little bit before me. Uh, it would be a lot more money for us to quit and jump to, you know, a Verizon or, or something like that. Right. Hey, Stephanie's iPhone came in uh, the day before her birthday. Oh, did you make your wait for a birthday to, to open it? No, 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 no. Matter of fact, I was in Boston um, and, and she uh, basically says, hey, my iPhone's here. And I said, go downstairs and, and uh, uh, put your, you know, your 3GS, put it in the cradle, let it do a backup and then uh, put your new one in and, and let it do a restore. And she's like, oh, my gosh, there's more than one backup. And I and she and, and of course, um, we got disconnected for some reason. I think what happened was uh, I, I don't re- know what happened. But anyway, we got disconnected. And uh, by the time I had gotten back in touch with her, she says, oh, I saw that it had the date of the last backup. And so I chose the latest one. And she restored her phone with no problem at all, uh, all on her own. Right on. Yeah. And so uh, as soon as we got back to the hotel, um, I did FaceTime with Stephanie for the first time. and And I was so happy that I had the opportunity to do FaceTime with Stephanie Via long distance, you know, and and that was very cool. And it it was one of the reasons why I wanted to have the iPhone 4 is for the, you know, the ability to do FaceTime with my family and to see them and stuff. So did, did, did the kids think it was cool? Yeah. Yeah. The kids have seen it with our friends from church and stuff. So, oh, OK, but it, but it was cool because I was there in Boston with uh, Father Roderick and uh, he got to see them and they got to see him and stuff. So that's cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Nice. So, yeah, it's one of those things that I probably won't use a ton. But when I do, it's very it's very fun. Well, you know what? I, I've, de- I've decided that FaceTime is not something I'm going to be using with business associates or just right. you know, just the average friend. But there are going to be times when matter of fact, I can see it with even, you know, like, you know, my friend, Chef Mark, and he can say you might ask a question. I was like, well, how do you do this and do this? And and I can say, hey, let's do FaceTime and you can point to what you're you're you know, you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. You know, th- so that I could see some uses for this. And, or you could uh, just charge clients extra for a FaceTime call. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So CDMA iPhone 4 coming to Verizon possible. I'm still in the possible. I think you're in the probable ca- category. I am in the probable category. Yeah. I'm in the possible. Uh, but I guess it makes sense. It makes sense. It's just a, it just seems odd that they're going to make a whole separate phone. But hey, phone manufacturers have d- been doing this forever. So yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, Apple iPod event tipped for mid-September. looks like uh, the 14th or 15th of September. And not only are they going to have iPod touches, now this is the rumor, 
possible iPod touches with the retina display and dual cameras. Yeah. So, you know, FaceTime and all that stuff, that'd be sweet. Uh, but also a rebranding of Apple TV called iTV. It's only going to do 720p video, but it's going to have the A4 processor in it. going to be a lot cheaper. Rumors around $99. And it's going to have be able to use apps from the App Store. Really? Mm-hmm. So there might be a third category of apps. Wow. They really need to take the App Store and make it its own piece of software away from iTunes. But, you know, that's just my opinion. No, I don't yeah, think so. It looks like we might have... Uh, you know, that might be like a little new little game console for your TV. You know, it'll probably talk to your iPad and your iPhone. So, yeah, this is going to be really neat. I like the idea. I like the idea. So, well, first of all, um, I'm, I'm pretty excited about the idea of a an iPhone without the phone. Yes. Which I, I guess that's what the iPad, the iPod Touch is com- becoming. I imagine since they're going to do the front and forward camera, uh, that they'll also put a built-in microphone on it, or does it have one already? Uh, you know what? I don't think it does. I don't think it has a built-in microphone. Well, I would think that if they're going to include FaceTime, they got to put the the microphone in this time. Yeah, I right? think so too. So if they if they don't, I think it's just stupid. But then again, Apple's done some very stupid things before, and of course, I think that putting it putting all the stuff in without the built-in microphone, making people use like a external microphone in the and the uh, earbud, you know, in line with the earbuds or some other thing. I think that's enough pull for making people want to buy one. And then the next one have the built in microphones that they'll go and buy another one. That's the Apple way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really going to argue because you're, 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 you're right. Because I'm right. <laughs> that's the only reason we don't have that front facing camera on the iPad. You know it. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, but uh, so so this ITV sounds kind of interesting. I like the idea of apps running on it for the games. Um, I could see some. I, there are some games that I've played on the iPhone and and on the iPad that would be a lot of fun, especially racing games. Yeah, and, definitely. And I mean, and and if I if like my iPhone was a re- Wii remote, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah, I'm liking this. I like the idea. So, very cool. Mid-September. All right, so what's this Camera Plus? Why is this thing pulled? Well, <laughs> they submitted an app. Uh, they, they submitted, camera Plus is a, is a, a fantastic uh, f- a camera program for the iPhone. It does a lot of cool effects. They've made a, you know, bucket fulls of money uh, on it. You know, it's like, a, I don't know, buck ninety nine or two ninety nine or something like that. It, I love it. I, I take all my photos with it and do all my post-processing through it because it's just so cool. Um, they submitted a version of the app that gave the ability to use the volume buttons if you wanted. You know, this was not a mandatory thing, um, but to use the volume buttons to snap the picture. So you can, you know, you can hold it like a camera and snap the picture without putting your finger on a touch screen and being all goofy and stuff. Apple rejected it, saying it would cause user confusion. Apparently, they think their their users have really low IQs. Anyway, uh, they took it out, quote unquote, and re-released the software. But they uh, they put a, a volume button as camera shutter Easter egg workaround in it. You had to go to this page on Safari, and all of a sudden it just enabled the the, the feature in the camera, and then Apple pulled the the software from the App Store. So huh. we'll see what happens. <laughs> they, they they may have been given the ban hammer. I don't know. It, this program's been a real darling uh, to everybody who's used it. And uh, t- it's made by Tap Tap Tap, which you know they make a lot of you know good apps for the iPhone. So. We'll see. Um, 
I don't know. I, I love Camera Plus. I, I recommend it when, once it comes back onto the App Store. If you're looking for a fantastic way to make your photos pop, uh, get it. Hey, have you ever? Do you know what the D8 conference is? Yes. Well, tell me what it is because I have no idea. But I, I want to say something about the Steve Jobs interview. The D8 conference? Yeah, uh-huh. it's the All Things Digital conference, and um, yeah, it's it's done by the Wall Street Journal. You know, got Walt Mossberg and. Kara Swisher and stuff, and they interview people, and they've interviewed Steve Jobs, and they've actually had Steve Jobs and Bill Gates on the, on stage together, and this, that, and the other. So, see, I've seen I've seen a lot of the uh, I've seen several bits and pieces of interviews, if not full interviews. I saw the full interview of Steve Jobs and Bill Gates on the same stage together. I didn't know that that was you know what conference it was from. So, uh, but now that I've seen more than one, I recognize it. And of course, I I've seen little clips of Mark Zuckerberg sweating profusely. Uh, and so I, I understand that that was from the D8 conference. And right before I left for Boston, while I was packing, I came across um, a website, a blog that had a, an embedded video interview of Steve Jobs just recently uh, post uh, AntennaGate. And I don't know. Did you see that? No. It's awesome. You have to see it. It is yeah, really um, cool. Send that to me because I want I want to see it. All right, I'll see if I can't put it in the show notes for episode one thirty one of Help. I got a Mac. And folks, listen. Uh, you know, we, we just did news today, but this show really is dependent on you submitting your questions and feedback and all that kind of stuff to us. Uh, so that it makes the show more of a community thing, and that's kind of what we've always wanted to do with the show. So Cliff, can you give them a way to contact us? Sure. It's 859-795-4067. That's the voicemail feedback hotline. It's open 24 hours a day, seven days a week for your convenience. Operators are standing by. 859-795-4067. Of course, if you have one of these fancy uh, mobile devices that has the ability to record audio and then send it via an attachment to an email... Send that attachment, please, to feedback at gspn.tv. And folks, uh, if you are sending those attachments and you have my personal email address in there, uh, it would be helpful if you switch that over to feedback at gspn.tv. I did split those email addresses a couple of weeks back, and uh, I'm just forwarding them on for now. But uh, I appreciate it. We love to hear from you, and uh, in fact, yes. for those of you who have called in this week, and you say you're saying, "Well, gosh, I've sent like three things this week." Uh, well, the truth is, is that um, I just got back from totally awesome four days in Boston, and my wife's birthday was the day when I came back. And to be honest with you, I haven't really got into that inbox uh, because things have been crazy. But next week, I'm sure we're going to hear from you. So that's all I got. Awesome. Oh, and Cliff, real quick. Yeah. Uh, did you download your beta version of uh, Adobe uh, Audition for Mac? I did. I, You know what? I went in and I applied and it said for podcasters and everybody like that. And they said, we'll let you know if you get in. Did you get in? No, not yet. Oh, I was going to say. I didn't. Ah. Uh, actually, I, I didn't apply. Oh, I did. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. I, I should. Maybe it may, unless the window is up now. No, I, I don't know. Uh, but they sent me an email saying, hey, congratulations. You've been accepted and... Oh, that's funny. My music just ran out. <laughs> it's like, okay, Cliff, that was the end of your four and four minutes and 20 seconds of uh, audio. 
Anyway, what I was going to say, though, is they sent me the email saying, ah, you've been approved. You're in. Congratulations. You can now apply to be one of the first people who actually get to download it. (laughs) As long as you're this person, this person, or this person. And, of course, one of them was Podcaster, who would use this in production. And, of course, that hello, I think I fit that category. And so I I had to reapply for the next line to stand in. So I'm in line number two. I'm looking here. Ah, it's under a lot. It's under labs. labs. I'm going. I'm going to apply, and then I'm going to go to Cliff's house. And Cliff's going to teach me how to use it. That's right. I will do that. Anyway, <laughs> folks, now I'm going to say goodbye. Until next time, join the community. See ya.